0: Yo yo yo, Thought Warriors! What is up? Higher learning is on, and it is Ivan Lathan Jr. And it's me, Rachel, and Lindsay. Rach, what is the science? You got something that you want to talk about? I love it. I What love is it the coming in hot?
1: Well, well, well. I've I've had a crazy week, and next week is going to be even more wild. It's a lot going on in LA. Got a lot of different shoots being being pulled this way and that way. But yesterday, I had really fun interviews. So I was interviewing for um isa new show rap shit which is really good you guys I, you don't i don't normally come on here and promote movies and shows that you should see but like rap shit is a really fun show and you guys should all check that out on hbo max right. um so that was a great interview then i saw the movie nope so i did the junket for nope and did then like i it? did i did i did and then i uh did later that night I did the DC
0: superheroes of pets or pets? pets. Pet superheroes. They got Batman's foot Bowser, come here. They got uh, they got <laughs> Batman's dog. They got Superman's dog. It looks like a lot of fun.
1: Well, so I was talking to the director about that, and I did not. He was telling me this research, and I said, you know, it makes sense. Humans have pets. Why do superheroes not? And he was like, well, yeah, everybody knows about crypto Superman's dog. But he said he was doing research for comic books back in the forties and the 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 50s and he realized that a lot of these superheroes did have pets some of them he made up but some do so it's a really interesting concept and that was cool and big names were with that keanu reeves kevin hart the rock but when i was doing the nope junket which is jordan pill's new movie which everyone should go see it's so good and the message behind it is great too kiki palmer Deo Kaluya. uh so i'm like i'm talking to kiki and like we're talking and we're doing our thing and catching up and daniel just looks at me and i'm talking about kiki's outfit she's talking about my outfit and then daniel like he's like oh oh and he's pointing towards my outfit and i'm like oh my gosh is something wrong did i do something and he goes van and i was like oh shit
0: he called you van
1: (laughs) he goes van it's van and he goes I go, yeah, I go, you did our podcast, Harlow. He's like, I never forget a face. He was like, I did. And I was like, yeah, you should come back anytime. And he was like, yeah, you know, like he had a good time on the podcast. He was like, yeah, you do the podcast with Van. And I was like, but it's Rachel. (laughs) It's Rachel. He but thought, I thought your have...
0: name was Van?
1: No, he knew my name oh. wasn't Van, but he remembered right. that he couldn't think of Higher Learning. Oh. He remembered you. So I thought you would appreciate that, that he was like, Van. And I was like, yes, you did our podcast, Higher Learning. You remember that? I was like, yeah, we had a really good interview with you.
0: Didn't we see him again at the party that night? we d- I didn't talk to him, did you? I th- Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you ran up to him? No, I didn't
1: <laughs> run up to him. I've Shut up. <laughs>
0: i didn't run up to him like i knew daniel uh from but but yeah he um you know rachel really nice it was a really nice shout
1: out like i want to share that compliment with you like he's like Van, and i was like yes i do the podcast with Van higher learning but he was like that was a good that that
0: interview went up for us that interview
1: was yeah and i was like you should come back we had a great interview with you we loved having you
0: we are we're talking about that interview there's a lot of Black Panther stuff that was in that interview, and there's a lot of Black Panther news coming out right now. Are you excited for Black Panther Wakanda Forever? Are you excited for that movie?
1: Well, the news just dropped, so that's disappointing.
0: That Daniel Kaluuya is not in it?
1: He's not in it, and I got that information 10 minutes after my interview, which I totally would have asked him about. um Can I say, I don't get nervous to interview people, but he makes me nervous to Why? do an interview because he's so smart and he's very like you you could tell he thinks about things and he's just like deep and like introspective and i just am like am i gonna say something that sounds stupid because obviously my show is an entertainment show and there's a lot of like you know like we like surface level it's like we don't go deep that's not the type of show we put out so i just am like am i embarrassing myself Mm. i he makes me nervous to do interviews
0: I used and to I don't have, say that often. I used to have jealousy for black British dudes.
1: Oh, it's gotta be more than the accent that made you jealous. Nah, It was
0: just like, it was just like they like. So there's this sketch on this Rick Ross mixtape, and the guy wasn't British. The guy wasn't black. I could tell you he wasn't black, but he was British and he was talking about all his expensive shit. People are gonna remember that. He goes, Hey, Gucci loafers, boom and boom, sucks baby. and he's talking about all the expensive shit that he wears. You know what I mean? And you know, I used to know this guy named Niall who, who lived here in LA back in the day. He was from. And I'd be like, he was a black British dude, and like, come over here with that turtleneck, being all cool, like he James Bond. And they would talk, and it was it was just other. It was they say bruv, they don't say bruh, they say bruv, and for some reason bruv. Oh, I bruv seems superior to bruh. I say bruh, you say bruv. I'm like, huh? It you does. know what I mean? So it so I, so it's bruv bruv. They hang out with Wizkid. You know they they know. It's, it, I don't know. It, it, I, all of these guys, they got a cool <laughs> little crew. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. Daniel and them got a cool little crew, man. It's Daniel. It's Damson. Of course, Drake's got to be in the crew. It's like all Is of these he little in the guys, crew. Drake's probably in the crew. I'd say Drake's in that crew. I'd say they 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 got a killer little crew, man. I'm missing some guys, but they got like a they got like a killer crew. Like I, I like those guys, man. They're very, very nice guys, very approachable guys. Interesting. It's funny, years I met uh, uh shout out to DeRay. I did Paul Save America this morning. So DeRay took me to this party one time when I first met him some years ago, and DeRay took me to the party, and that's where I met Daniel. And Daniel goes, Oh yeah, you're the Kanye, bruv. bruv 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 is great Um, listen
1: I think it's great and I love that he you know kind of gave a a podcast a little shout out he gave you a shout out in our podcast but yeah yeah
0: how did you what you what did you think of Nope what did you think of Nope
1: I thought it was really good I think that this is what I'll say to people who are watching it all Jordan Peele movies have a message right there's a deeper meaning um Don't watch it and wait for like something crazy to happen. There's a deeper message with it. So if you you need to watch it in that sense, like trying to figure out what is he, what is he trying to say? No, No. things happen for sure. Yeah. I'm not going to say that they definitely do, but I like the message because there was a part where I was like, wait, why did they do that? It's because of the message that he's trying to put out there. With it. But it's 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 cool to see a black UFO movie. You don't that's why he said he wanted to do part of it too. You don't really see that. We talked about UFOs. We talked like I'm having to accept the fact that we're not alone. I don't like that. And I'm gonna tell you something that happened. We were on, we were at Universal Lot doing the um the interview, and they have built an attraction from the movie on the lot. So we were on that set filming. And while I'm talking to Jordan. All of a sudden, we both stop in the middle of the interview because a door started to creak or this this car thing was moving. Yeah. It was one of the two. And I was like, I'm ready. to. I want to go home.
0: I'm you don't done. have to worry about the aliens ever coming for you because you're too much of a picky eater.
1: Why does that the have a- to do with anything? What does that aliens, have to do with the, anything? The, 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 the aliens
0: are a nomadic species. They like variety.
1: You don't know this. They like
0: variety. They are absolutely... Wait I me. Mean, if the aliens come here, they're by nature nomadic, Rachel. Do you know what... Do you know... Do you, do you know... Do you know what... Hawking says about the aliens? No. Rest in peace to my dog, Stephen Hawking. Read some Stephen Hawking stuff. Hawking says... That there is less then a 10% chance that the aliens are our friends. (laughs) Like like Hawking, that if the aliens are are, uh, taking all of this time to develop whatever type of technology that would be needed to go across the universe or whatever, be it maybe they can create a wormhole, maybe they have a hyperdrive, whatever it would take. If they can do that, then they're likely doing it because their planet is in need of resources and they're coming right here to take over ours.
1: What if we're the aliens?
0: What does that mean, Rachel?
1: I don't know. <laughs>
0: yeah, what, <laughs> I don't know. But
1: I do <laughs> but I do have two questions for you. Sure. I do have two questions for you. One, if aliens are watching us, which it's not an if for you, they are apparently. They're out
0: there. They're
1: and they're watching us. They're what do you out. think they're saying about us?
0: I don't know. See, I think that we think that aliens perceive us like we perceive us. And the aliens are probably, in my opinion, there are certain cultural things about our civilization that they wouldn't understand. So they wouldn't understand why we're mad. They would probably look at us and be like, why are y'all mad? Y'all got waterfalls. You know? They probably look at us like we look at Mars. Like we look at Mars and we analyze what's on Mars. Mm -hmm. And in analyzing what's on Mars, we do it from a very numbers and figures standpoint. If there were people on Mars, do you know how long it would take us to understand the people on Mars? It would take a long time. I know the aliens have been around for a while. And if they've tried to come down here and study us, which is why they don't want people who are picky eaters, because that would narrow their scope of education. They don't want to study somebody. They don't want (laughs) to study someone that eats a pork chop breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They want somebody (laughs) to be able to teach them different foods. So, Rachel, you're not eating enough food. (laughs) So, the aliens need somebody. Well,
1: great. Then I'm fine. Wait, I have another question for you. What? I believe the answer is no for you. But do you know anyone who's had an experience with, like, an alien encounter, some extraterrestrial experience?
0: See, the answer is yes. but For you? Or do you know someone? I I know someone. But, like, I also come from a family that... Deals with substance abuse, so niggas be high. So you never know. It's like we're from Maringuen, Louisiana. We're from out there, and the, and the aliens come out there because you know we cook many different foods. Number one, and number two, when you Jackson body from the country, it's easy to get in and get out.
1: That's kind so of I know nope. people. That,
0: yeah, kind of, yeah, exactly.
1: That's like, and like so. Nope. I yeah. know
0: people that definitely say that they were uh, that they had situations with aliens. I don't know if I believe them. Maybe
1: because they're high, they have a little bit more clarity. Like They're open to see those things. Or maybe
0: the aliens know that they get high. They've studied us enough to at least know that. And they know that nobody will believe them.
1: What did they say they saw?
0: They say that they saw a really bright star. Okay, And all of a sudden, the bright star got so close to the point to where it obviously couldn't be a star. Then all of a sudden, they were unconscious. And the only thing that they would be, remember was getting pulled up by their back out of a sugarcane field. You get pulled up by their back out of a sugarcane field. They get pulled up out of their back and they felt like somebody was hugging their uh, their legs and their torso. And then when they woke up, back in the sugarcane field, they were naked.
1: <gasps> and more than one person has the same experience?
0: Just one person. Okay. <laughs> This one person, sugarcane fields out there in Maryland. The alien took my sugarcane field.
1: It yeah. sounds. It doesn't sound far fetched.
0: I mean, it does. I I believe it. Look, my my job, my my motto is you can't rule it out. You can't rule you it.
1: Can't out. Can't rule it out. You're right. You I, can't rule it out.
0: It was funny when my dad was still living because he would just straight up like call you a dopehead to your face. <laughs>
1: you
0: know, you tell the story, you'd be like, "Hey, hey, son, going in." There, Put your gun in the truck. That nigga on dope. We got no time for that. (laughs) (laughs) Drug addicts. So, look, um, addiction is a very sad thing, guys. We're not making light of it. But, you know, sometimes people in my family were kind of funny. Uh, I have a big, big, I want to do a post mortem on Dallas now, if that's okay.
1: Oh, my. Your obsession with my city.
0: I would like to do a post mortem on Dallas.
1: The floor is yours? Is that okay, Rachel?
0: The floor is yours. So people were telling me to go to different places in Dallas to eat. I went to a place called Hard 8 Barbecue, which is kind of like a chain barbecue joint. Still was hidden. I don't care what y'all say. I know I was supposed to go to Smoky and Ronnie's Barbecue in the back alley of somebody's house. Smokey
1: John's and, is where you should have been.
0: Okay. I didn't get a chance to go there because we were shooting too long. We, we got a lot of interviews in the four or five days we we're in Dallas.
1: That's good.
0: Um, so... I went to Heart 8 Barbecue, ate there a couple of times. It was still dope. It's kind of like a, the three different Heart 8 Barbecues.
1: Pecan Lodge?
0: What's Pecan Lodge? What's that? Uh,
1: it's a barbecue place.
0: Never went. I I just told you where I went. I went to the Heart oh, 8
1: I thought you said you went to multiple places.
0: Oh, I went, no, they have three different places, but I only got a chance to go to... I didn't get a chance to explore that much of Dallas, you know, um, because we had so much shooting to do. But... I did walk around and go to Dealey Plaza, which you told me was far from my hotel, which is not far at all.
1: I you've never told. Oh, that's the name of the JFK thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did say yeah. it's far.
0: You said it was far. It's not far at all. Like, I got to experience humanity as I walked by Greyhound Station. And I, I walked down to Dealey Plaza, and I saw where they shot JFK, which I had never seen it before in my other times in Dallas. I never made it out to Dealey Plaza before. They really lined JFK right up there at a major intersection from the book. And it's not a far shot. Is I looked at it. The shot. It's not a far shot. How long
1: were you down there analyzing Uh, stuff? I'm gonna be honest with
0: you. I was down there investigating. (laughs) I was down there at Dealey Plaza. You
1: were were gonna solve something.
0: (laughs) I was at Dealey Plaza for at least like an hour and a half, and it was hot. Even though I can't believe you were
1: down there that long. I was
0: because look, the book depository is up here, right? And then they shot him like up the seat. And then there was the grassy knoll. The grassy knoll looks exactly like it looks on TV. You would think that they would change the knoll, but they didn't.
1: No, no, no. And let it be known that you didn't think it was far because you literally will walk for five, six, seven miles. And it was. it's not even that far. It's still downtown. So for you, that's not far.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like a- five miles away. It's not even it's not <laughs> far at all. <laughs> In the, like
1: a- the heat, it's a mile and a half. Sorry. So-
0: so I was uh I was shadow boxing outside, you know, across the street from my hotel where those statues of those <laughs> longhorns were. The <laughs> cows, right? And as I was shadow boxing, I looked over and there was a little rabbit. I took a picture of the rabbit, I said to the Kalika, and I was like, wow, this is like a moment of zen in, in Dallas. I've had a i had I had a spiritual moment. I'm shadow boxing out there, I'm getting sweaty, and the rabbit's just chilling looking at me. It's a Texas rabbit. I felt like a oneness with Texas right then. Um, all it is to say that I am ridiculously disappointed that I did not get a chance to meet your parents in Dallas. Every time <laughs> I would pass by the little judge building, because there's a federal office right around the corner from our hotel.
1: I told you that. The federal building is right around the corner from you. That's my dad's office.
0: Right. I would tell people I know a federal judge.
1: I'm so Believe me, they're just as disappointed. They're just as disappointed. My mom constantly sends your posts in the family group chat because I'll look. She'll, it'll be Instagram posts. It's like Van Lathan, And I'm like, yeah, I know him. I don't need to post this stuff in the chat. They How are they you. doing? A much better. Much better. Much better. Yeah, they're all good. All
0: good. Everybody's good.
1: My sister has COVID um, though now.
0: She has COVID. Which one? Shall we talk about rimshot. The
1: oldest one. The oldest one. Yeah,
0: rimshot. Yeah. Um, she's, coming L- she's coming
1: to she's coming to L. A. In a couple of weeks with the kids. Oh, what are you? Oh do? my gosh! If my nephew, you know, my nephew's obsessed with the Yo 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 Thought Warriors. Alexander. Might, yeah, it's yeah. Alistair.
0: I thought it was Alexander.
1: It's Alistair.
0: <laughs> Alistair is really the name of a comic book supervillain.
1: Is it? I thought it was just British.
0: Ah, it's like it's like it's always a name like a guy like Alistair who who figured out how to like harness the energy of a star and now he's gonna use it to destroy Detroit. And like you know what I mean, superman has. I love that.
1: He's a superhero.
0: uh, So no, I said he's a super villain.
1: Oh. (laughs) But don't they have powers too? Sometimes. Supervillain, superhero, whatever.
0: How old is Alistair again?
1: He'll be eight this month.
0: He's getting up there.
1: Yeah, he is. He what is. year was he born? 2014. He and Copper just... are the same age. Same age-ish.
0: Copper, man. um, We have to talk about something. Speaking about parents and kids, something I'm really fucking pissed off about. I got to be honest with you.
1: No, you're not. No, you're not.
0: I am you, you can't super be. pissed off.
1: You cannot what? be. Yeah, uh, uh, let them know. Because this is... I, I'm... Very upset with your take already. We'll
0: take a, we'll take a break on the other side. It's the <laughs> big deal of the day. Let's go.
2: This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil
0: Okay, big deal of the day slash is this fucked up? We have to talk about this. The put your shoes on challenge. It's parents telling their kids to back them up in a fight at a new TikTok trend. The viral online trend sees parents rush up to their children and ask them to put on their shoes in order to fight another child outside for them. Producing some unpredictable responses. The children are racking up millions of views. Often the parents will reveal that they are set to fight another parent who has seemingly brought their child as well. Here's some audio of the challenge.
3: Put your shoes on because I gotta go fight someone's Thea. So I need you to come with me in case you have to fight her nephew, okay? Okay. Why not?
2: <laughs> Today?
3: Yeah. <laughs> Is that okay? It,
4: um, Is
3: it normal? No, I have to fight someone's dia. This dia? No, 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 someone else's dia. Someone
2: else's Thea?
3: Yeah. Uh, so I need you to help me fight in case her, she brings her nephew. I need you to fight
2: him. I can't. <laughs> Why not? No,
4: because I need to go to Target. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to put your shoes on. I need you to put your
2: shoes on.
4: I'm finna go beat up this girl. And if our daughter jump in, I need
0: you to handle her daughter. Let's go. Put your shoes on. I don't say that
2: good.
1: But who who this girl?
2: Why y'all fighting? Sinali, I need you to go put your shoes on right now.
1: Why?
2: Because I'm about to go fight somebody, and I need you to fight their daughter if I'm fighting somebody. Come on. <laughs>
0: Okay, that's enough. There was one that was really heartbreaking. There was a father, and I swear to God, it almost makes me want to cry. There was a father who told his son, uh, Put your shoes on. We're going to go fight. And the son is like, I'll go fight. But just to let you know, I always lose fights, Dad. I'm like, Oh my God. That's another
1: issue. That has nothing to do with the challenge. It's a whole other conversation.
0: Oh, excuse me. It does have to do with the challenge. This challenge is. Fucking despicable.
1: Oh my gosh. It's despicable. No. Okay. Go ahead. Say why it's so despicable. I'll you tell you what, of all people, you of all people, I cannot believe you are this sensitive. I okay. cannot so, believe you're this sensitive about it. Right. But go ahead. Go ahead. Uh,
0: because, so look. If you're out there and you've been in a fight before if you've been in a fight before, don't matter how many fights you've been in, obviously we know those we know those people that grew up with us that like to hurt people. But like, when you feel danger, there's a jolt in your body where you're like, oh my God, this is real, I gotta go do this, right? Or there's a point, especially when you have in your first couple of fights where you're like, there's no way out, I gotta fight. I gotta fight, there's no, boom, it's time to get busy. There's no way out. Your parent, giving you that feeling cuz you got to go outside and fight for tiktok the little feeling that you like oh my god i got to go out and hurt with the the little shock of fear the little for nothing for tiktok that's demented I'm like i don't, I'm like for tiktok that's demented i'm sorry man i'm sorry
1: so most of those people have not been in a fight and you could tell that like Outside of the, the response that you just gave me about the kid who's like, I, mo- I mostly lose them. So he probably has a different experience. Most of them were confused and were like, cause like they don't fight and they were asking questions. And I mean, so many people are doing this. I want to do this with my nephews. They're not going to find that, that was feeling. So crazy, They're not going to have, and I'm not even a person who's trying to go viral. I think it, I want to see their reaction. Like, they're not, they're not, they've never been in a fight before. And I think it's funny. I love the kids who are down, who are like, say no more, like putting their shoes on and ready to go.
4: Yeah.
1: It would only be an issue to me if this is something that continued and they had them put their shoes on and they hyped them up and they took them outside and they're standing out there waiting, but immediately doesn't last longer than a minute. They're like, I'm just kidding. Then to me, people who have a problem with this are being Overly sensitive and are analyzing this in a way that it shouldn't be analyzed. This isn't one of those TikTok trends that's going too far. It's a joke. It lasts a minute or less. It's not traumatizing. It doesn't have long term effects. Chill out. There are way more things to be bothered by on TikTok than this. This is not that big of a deal. I'm sorry. I'm
0: sorry. These kids' brains aren't developed yet. And oh, we have to take more care of them. I'm, How I'm well, dumb
1: do you think seven and eight-year-olds are? They're <laughs> like, pretty their fucking dumb. Their brains aren't developed yet?
0: Their brains are certainly not developed yet. This is science. Donnie, real quick, jump in. Is the brain of an eight-year-old kid developed yet? No. Thank you, Donnie. That's enough. So, 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 wow. so. The, what the, is Donnie's the, take the, on this? Ask Donnie, Donnie's take. Donnie, what's your take?
1: Uh...
4: I'm with Van on this. I think it's fucked up. Um, but <laughs> it can be two things at once. It can be fucked up. Oh, she left. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, you left the chat? <laughs> oh, oh,
0: I just took my camera. I just took my camera away. <laughs>
1: that gave me
4: a joke of fear. I was like, oh, that, that, <laughs> see?
0: See? You traumatized Donnie.
1: I just took my camera away. But go ahead, Donnie. Go ahead.
4: No, I was going to say, it can be two things at once. It can be fucked up, but also hilarious. Because I'm not going to lie, I took some great joy out of watching these these clips. So I'm glad that these parents traumatized their kids. But I myself <laughs> would not do that.
0: So look, it, most things that are fucked up are funny. I'm not going to lie. It's not, it is funny. I just want to know where this clout-based society is going gonna, is gonna to go. Where, when is this going to stop? Like, where is, what's the limit? I think the
1: limit on this one would have been giving somebody a kid a weapon, right? If you're like, hold this knife. We're about to go out here. Like that's that's too far. That's too far. (laughs) But telling someone to put their shoes on, I did see one video where a little girl looked so discombobulated and she got up to start doing it and the mom followed her and then she came around the corner and she was like, I don't want to fight. And the mom was like, immediately was like, Oh my gosh, no. And then the next clip, the mom's holding her and she's like, you don't want to help me out? She's like, uh, uh-uh. uh. And it's funny. So the mom showed that it's the daughter. Not- but wait, the That's mom showed. But the mom showed that the daughter was okay, and she was like, "I'm telling her it was a joke." No, look, come, like, I'm
0: telling her it was a joke. I'm she made her I'm, baby cry for can, no reason.
1: I text my sister, who who can right. be very sensitive about these things. I text my sister. She's gonna be mad that I said this because she listens to every episode. Yeah. I text my sister and I said, "Have you seen the?" Um, the, the, the kid challenge, just going out with the parents and the shoes and the fighting. I was like, I want to do this with the boys. And she laughed. And she was like, okay. I when they come here in a couple of weeks.
0: Look, I'm not about to judge people, but it'll be played out by then. By then, it won't be. By then Exactly, because
1: right? I'm not trying to go viral, but I think it's I'm I think it's funny to watch. Then, I would have a dark hole with it.
0: <laughs> it'll, by then, it'll be something even more traumatizing. It'll be like the, we going to R. Kelly's house challenge. Exactly. People, or, people will be walking up to their kids. Hey, you guys, we are about to go to R. Kelly's house. How do you feel? I want to go. He's creepy. Get in the car. It'll be something like that, or the we hide the body challenge. Hey, I just killed your father. Guys, come help me hide the body. Well, yuck, yuck for Twitter. I don't, I don't get it. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it.
1: Um, I think that if you made it too close to a real life situation, is where it's drawing the line. I think putting weapons in the hands, I think. And I'm just giving a scenario. If somebody, if there was a effed up challenge about like school shootings or something like that, that to me is where you're like, that's way too far. Can you imagine somebody like this to me did not hit those levels? You think it did. By the face you're making, you're telling me that you think it did.
0: I'm saying that I don't see the point. It's, it's, I don't see the point. How
1: many videos did you watch?
0: I didn't watch any of them.
1: No, because you gave an example.
0: Wait, no, that one just came across my feed because it was on Instagram. So you're right. I did watch the one, but I didn't watch any of them. I swear on my dad.
1: Oh, I I believe you that you did. But Donnie did. did. (sighs) Donnie did. I did. I'm I'm not not judging nobody. So the point is, when you're like, you don't get the point of it. Donnie and I were entertained. There you go. That was the point.
0: I feel you. (laughs) Look, this is all I'm saying, man. Hey, hey. Cloud is a hell of a drug, and it could go you, too
1: far.
0: You guys, you guys got your kids. You know what this is? I got my hand right here, Rachel. This is yeah, a...
1: the face roller.
0: No, it's not a face roller. It's for uh, my feet.
1: Get it away from your face.
0: It's for the bottom of my feet, and I've been so. I was in here. By the way, last thing I'll say about the kids: Hey, parents, be responsible. All right. Traumatizing these kids and they're gonna leave and go play Fortnite, blow it, somebody's head off on Fortnite. Stop. It's trauma, trauma, trauma. Anyway. It could um, go
1: too far. This challenge is not. But please explain. I got, it for so I for got them. this
0: thing for my feet. Right? This thing right here. Because the bottom of my left foot is like, it's crusty the clown, man. It's crust, it's crusty. It's like for some reason, like that heel just would be crusty. I go get a pedicure, it's still crusty. So I took this little grinder thing and I bought it off Amazon and I was like. Know, grinding my foot. Have you ever used one of these on your feet? Uh -uh. You haven't? I'm using a grinder thing and it's foot particles spraying all into the air. (laughs) Like, like,
1: like the Martin episode. You got to go to work on Myra's feet. It's it's a sandblaster.
0: It's a sandblaster. sandblaster. And it's like, and it's like the, (laughs) it's like I'm cutting into stone. And I don't even, and the thing is, I don't even feel it. I'm like, God damn, man. So it works. It really was a, uh, it worked, it really does work. All right, um, it really does work. I'm gonna say uh, something. You... What I'm, you gonna need say? You.
1: I'm gonna need you to send me the link.
0: Oh yeah, you want this? I got
1: some hard heels.
0: I'm not oh. even gonna
1: lie. I got some hard heels. I need you to send me the link. Lotion, Vaseline isn't working. My not, it my, didn't work my for you? feet, my feet are doing something crazy out here in this desert. Yeah. And I need, I need you to send me the link. All jokes aside, I need the sandblaster. Let me
0: ask you a question. How about I just let you borrow this one? That's okay. You can just, she, hey, Rachel, come on, man. It's, we we family, nigga. You use it. The... Listen, you might
1: see my heels and might not want that to happen.
0: That's no, true. true. I never know. Um, Jill Biden. Goddamn Biden, they struggling, man. So Jill Biden made some comments during a conference in San Antonio for the Latino Civil Rights and Advocacy Organization. UA where she commented on diversity of the community and the work of Raul Igate Okay Thank you Donnie. Okay. Uh, they commented on the work of Raul Isagera. This is what she had to say
2: But we can't get those things on our own. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodá's of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god
1: wait wait wait! in that clip when she said it there was silence right right donnie
4: yeah there was there was, was complete was
1: silence.
4: silence yeah
1: do we have the clip where she before tried to say si puede
4: oh let me find that hold on
1: because this isn't a one-off, <laughs> is what I need people to understand.
0: Okay, so And I'm saying
1: it the correct way, but go ahead.
0: In a statement on Monday, the National Association of Hispanic Journalists called on the First Lady and her speechwriting team to take the time in the future to better understand the complexities of our people and communities, adding, we are not tacos. <laughs> and do not... Reduce us to stereotypes. I'm sorry, man. Like, how in the fuck do you go up there on the stage and call some people tacos, man? Like, and bodegas,
1: and bodegas. Like, it's bodegas. First of all, Donnie, play the clip.
3: So say it with me: si, See C, Quadray.
0: The future is you. Okay, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, guys. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a lesson here. I have a lesson. I have something to say to white people. Don't do the extra shit. Just do <laughs> to the regular shit. You know, like, it shows how culturally out of touch you are. Very when, much so. You know, I'll give you an example. Like, we're going to play basketball, right?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Say
0: I invite somebody to play basketball, he doesn't know how it goes on a basketball court. I want to play basketball right now. I look at the closet, I throw on the shirt, I throw on uh, some shoes, and I throw on my my um my shorts, and I go out to the basketball court because I play basketball all the time. This is what I do, so I'm comfortable in the bat ba- at basketball or boxing. Right? Shut up, Rachel. <laughs> or 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 boxing. I go out there. I put my gloves sure. on. I put some shorts on. I wear my boxing shoes. I'm comfortable there. Now you invite somebody who's never been before, and right away they're worried about the fit. So what do they do? They go to Foot Locker. Mm-hmm. They get goggles. <laughs> they get they get wristbands. They get knee bands. They get they buy a new pair of kicks, and they come out there looking like a fucking basketball astronaut and we look at you like it's crazy is one that to me is how white people act sometimes when they show up at these spots just wear your gym shorts come to the thing and be regular why you got ain't gotta call the people tacos you ain't gotta call them tacos like they know they tacos good they don't need you to tell them like get up there and tell them how you gonna help out pack your bags get the fuck out of town
1: just be you. Just please. And especially if this has happened to you before, where you have tried and failed when you try to relate to the Latino community. Don't like just stop. And she really thought she was funny. If you watch the clip, after she said the tacos, she laughed. No one else did. It was a it, there was an awkward silence. Jill, I I don't know if they're having if if I know a lot of people have um exited the Biden administration, I don't know if her speech speech writer was one of those people, but I don't know who's writing these speeches, but that should have never been approved. And if it was an ad lib, even worse, Jill. This was not it. And we're laughing, but if it offended and it did the Latino community, then it's wrong. It's wrong. We're laughing at how ridiculous it is and how yeah. ludicrous how ludicrous it is at the fact that she thought that this was okay. And it just shows how out of touch you are with the community. You ain't got nobody that could have told you that that was not okay. You could you literally reduce them to tacos and bodegas, and and whatever she said about Miami. The
0: Do you flowers. remember when when you remember when Trump had the tostada? You remember that on Instagram? Yeah, and he had yeah. the tostada, and he was like, "Yo, I'm eating a tostada." Yeah, it's really dehumanizing. Yeah, to reduce our Latin. Brothers and sisters, down yes. to cumin, right? It's it's dehumanizing, uh, guys.
1: What would be the equivalent to doing that to, to our culture? What three things would she have said
0: oh, to our fried to our, fried chicken, watermelon, to the fried peas?
1: chicken of the south?
0: I'm to, telling the, you, to just <laughs> consider that. Consider <laughs> consider. How that's mad what we you need be. to
1: do. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Put yourself in the and in, in like the shoes, as you said, of our Latino brothers and sisters. Put in black references or things that are stereoty- that are supposed to be stereotypical to the black community. We would be hot, okay? So this shouldn't Jill should get a pass for this. and Hell I don't like. No. And I don't like that her spokesperson said something instead of Jill. if I'm if I'm getting this right and correct me if I'm wrong, Tony, I believe her spokesperson came out and said something instead of Jill actually apologizing. Yeah, yeah you're right.
0: And yeah, sometimes, to be honest with you, that's this bad, is, that's tacky. And, and sometimes this is left privilege. Sometimes, I gotta, I gotta be honest with you, sometimes mm. this is left privilege. You know, if- if You ain't if black.
1: If that's You that's ain't black. You ain't black. This is, a,
0: this is left privilege. You guys, you, 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 it, 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 on either side, there is a, a special- Sort of, there's a special fog of cultural insensitivity that whiteness is uh, in proximity to. This fog of of offensive language and fucked up shit, and that fog is as heavy on the left as it is on the right. I know it's hard for people to to, to come to terms with that, but but it's true. Okay, speaking of um, let's get back to to talking about the real villains in America. Um. The Steve Bannons of the world. Mother Jones has audio. Where Steve Bannon... You guys, let's take a pause for a second. Later on in this podcast, we're going to talk about the fact that Orlando Brown said that Bow Wow has good pussy. That's funny. I'm not saying that that's not funny. But while we're talking about things, other things that are funny and pop culture relevant, the pop culture pop-culturally relevant. I don't know if that's even a word. Uh, The fate of the democracy is being ballied about and litigated in Washington. This is Steve Bannon Bannon. Bannon. This is Steve Bannon uh, talking to a group of Trump associates prior to January 6th prior to all the fracas that happened With the election and everything. This is Steve Bannon. Being dead on balls accurate. About how Donald Trump might handle. Uh Losing the 2020 election. Donnie.
3: And what Trump's going to do. Is just declare victory. right? He's going to declare victory. But that doesn't mean he's the winner. (laughs) He's just going (laughs) to say he's the winner. The Democrats. More of our people vote. Early that count. Theirs voted male, and so they're going to have a natural disadvantage, and Trump's going to take advantage of it. That's our strategy. He's going to clear himself a winner. So when you wake up Wednesday morning, it's going to be a firestorm. You're going to have Antifa crazy, the media crazy, the courts are crazy, and Trump's going to be sitting there mocking, tweeting shit out. You lose. (laughs) I'm the winner. I'm the king. And he'll be all over. He'll He'll be going, where's Hunter? Is Hunter on a crack pipe? I mean, no, he'll be, because then it doesn't matter. Remember. Here's the thing. After then, Trump never has to go to a voter again. He's going to fire Ray, the FBI director. Fire the seat. He's going and say "fuck you." How about that? Because he's never <laughs> going to. He's he's done his last election. Oh, he's going to be off the chain. He's going to be crazy. <laughs> also, also if Trump is if Trump is losing mm. by ten or eleven o'clock at night, mm. it's going to be even crazier. You No, because no, he's going to sit right there and say they stole it. I'm yeah, uh, agree. I'm directing the Attorney General. Mm to shut down all ballot places in all 50 states it's going to be no. He's not going out easy. Trump if Biden's winning, Trump is going to do
0: some crazy shit. <clears throat> if Biden's winning, Trump's going to do some crazy shit.
1: <clears throat> now, was he speculating what would happen or was this he saying he knew this was going to happen?
0: If if that's speculation, then he is Nostradamus. If that's speculation, then I need to call Steve Bannon and get the lottery numbers for him. He gave <laughs> us a playbook on what the yeah, response from the White House would be. Not only what it would be in the short term, but in the long term. To me, there is no absolutely zero way that this strategy and this sort of confluence – of different options wasn't discussed amongst Trump, his closest allies, and other people who had knowledge about his plans um, after the election? It's,
1: first of all, are a lot of people talking about this? Because I didn't see it until you posted it. Now, I've been in a little bit of a hole with work, but still, are people talking about this, one? Or is this something that's just getting buried in the rest of like, oh, January 6th talk in the in the you know like in the committee and all of that and the it's my question to you. It's um, out there people really talking <clears> about it.
0: Because I, I don't, posted it in, in hopes that people will I really knew. talk about it. Uh I know that Steve Bannon is due to you know appear here pretty soon. Um he's on trial Monday for criminal contempt <clears throat> after he ignored a subpoena last year from the House Select Committee. That is investigating uh January 6th, which is January 6th, I mean, so he's uh he's gonna be on trial for that. Um, but in my continuous, voracious need to be up on everything that's happened happening in the um uh, in the hearings, I came across it. I don't know how much push so- this is getting other places. But I mean I saw it, it wasn't I didn't have to dig for it, it was on r Melbourne had it so it was on like msnbc and stuff
1: so here's my thing in the grand scheme of things how much of a splash is this really gonna have
0: because i'm gonna have any splash if we don't make a lake for it
1: well here's my thing at this point the people who are listening to that most like us aren't surprised that this was said it's shocking that it's recorded and it's just now coming out but we're not surprised that Steve Bannon said something like that. The people who are the extremists who want to believe everything Trump is doing are just going to say, oh, he pr- it was speculation. And and, and and Trump was, you know, it turned out to be true because this election was rigged. I almost feel like this as damning as this audio recording is in the grand scheme of things People are going to continue to believe what they want to believe because it's not like it's not obvious at this point that the election was not rigged. And people are still choosing to believe that kind of information. They will come up with something to explain, even though it might not be logical, as to why this recording came out. Oh, it's a fake recording. Oh, Steve Bannon was just kidding. Oh, he was just speculating.
0: Rachel, you're navigating the Kook River. I'm all in it. You're in a boat and you're you got an oar and you're on yeah. Kook River. You're navigating the Kook River. Fuck the Kooks. I'm in it. Can't 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 change the mind of the Kooks, Rachel. I agree. But it's not about uh navigating the Kook River. We're not gonna swim in Kook River, we're not gonna rowboat Kook River, we're not taking the big Mark Twain S steamboat down Kook River, <laughs> can't do anything in Kook River. What this has to be is energizing to the people that are on the bank watching the kooks. They have to have the information. I'm not talking about the people, the people whose minds I can't change anymore. Fuck them. You don't think that climate change is a real deal? I can't talk to you. I need the people who might believe that climate change is real to be even more active than what they would be. So you're right. Mm. The kooks, the kooks are out. We can't we can't swim down Cook River. We can't navigate.
1: Do you think there are people who are really in between? I feel like people either think that the election was rigged or it wasn't. And people who are still voting on like for Republicans and Trump, it's because of of issues or just aligning themselves with the party. I believe there are Republicans Mm -hmm. who believed it wasn't rigged and are still voting Republican. I believe it's either black. It's black and white at this point. I don't think there's anybody in between when it comes to the election. You're right.
0: You're right. But I do think that there are people that still believe that the election. um, How about this? I think that there are people that know that the election wasn't stolen
2: Uh and
0: they don't care enough. Mm. What I need to do is to make the people who are not with the kooks care more. Okay. so I need them to know exactly how uh, purposeful the steal was because they were trying to steal something not um not the other side that won the election and I need to know exactly I need them to know exactly how desperate the times are so they can meet the moment so that's why stuff like this is important it's not important yeah. for the kooks because even if there's somebody whose mind might be changed it really doesn't matter I'm talking about all this information needs to come out so I feel like people need to know what they're up against but I understand I understand what you're talking about you know mm-hmm. I, I get it mm-hmm. don't
1: You could be doing anything this week, right? You've got work, errands, friends, and a whole lot of fun in between. That's why the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the capable SUV that's built for your life. With premium interiors, available wireless charging, and room for your whole cargo and crew. Okay, Hyundai. Visit HyundaiUSA.com to learn more about the all-new 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. All
0: right. uh, The House passed a bipartisan bill to create active shooter The active shooter alert system. Mm -hmm. Legislation Wednesday that would create an amber alert-like system for active shooter situations. Two hundred sixty to 169 vote. Lawmakers approved the Active Shooter Act, which was sponsored by uh, a bunch of different people. I'm not going to read all that goddamn names. Um, Nearly all votes in in opposition were Republicans. Interesting. With the exception of Democratic Representative Ron Kind. Of Wisconsin, who is not running for re-election, is gonna allow law enforcement to deploy the alert system in emergency situations and notify the public about active shooters. Rage.
1: How could you vote against this? Like that's when I saw this, it's like, what could possibly be in your being? Now, do I think that this necessarily helps? Maybe you know like it maybe with you know i think this is a step forward i don't think that this is resolving the bigger issue but it's a step towards helping you know in a situation where there's an active shooter but the fact that there are 169 people who voted against it please help me understand why what could you possibly find wrong with a bill that alerts people that there is an active shooter what could be wrong against it? Is there something deep embedded within this bill that we're not catching? I'm not understanding it. It just shows how ridiculous people are about voting for with party lines because of who put the bill forward. This is ridiculous, y'all. This is a bipartisan bill. It should be so simple. This should have gone through in a, in a unanimous way. I, I, I don't understand what we're doing here.
0: So not I read that the, I think
1: that this is how. Oh, go ahead. You read the bill. So
0: I read the bill. So a okay. quick read. Um, on its face, the bill seems like putting a Band-Aid over a slash from Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm, and maybe mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things, it is. But there are some interesting things in the Uh-oh. bill. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. There are some interesting things in the bill that pique my interest. Would they calls you to cause you to vote? No. Well, not that will cause me to vote. No, that okay. actually makes me think that the bill in and of itself, because when I think about stopping <clears throat> mass shooters, I think about gun control like everybody else does, right? And I think that at proximity to, to certain weapons um, and their place in our communities, in our society, are eventually going to be the... Our willingness to confront that issue is... Eventually going to be what what tells the, the the story on how we deal with active shooters. However, I do think that this bill actually is useful. I think it does a couple of interesting things. I'm not going to lie. I think, number one, uh, it federalizes it to a degree and starts a network of people to deal with it. And in that network of people, there ends up becoming an actual coordinator in charge of this Uh, active shooting warning sign. And that's, there's a panel of people from different places in the government that are looking into how best to respond to these things and how best to deal with them. And their protocols have to be uh, updated every five years. They have to kind of look at their membership uh, like at at a certain amount of time, every time and like make sure that they are completely in the know uh, on this particular phenomenon how it affects America and to be honest with you like there's a mental health aspect to it in terms of studying that there's you know so look what I think though is that this is not at all a solution to the problem but I do think it centralizes the response to this really American uh, phenomenon in a in a not a positive way but in a I don't know. It, I think it's useful. It's it's useful if it's if the people that are involved in this, if mm-hmm. they are, if they're coming into this in good faith. I actually think that this is better than having nothing because more than anything, what I want, and I've talked about this before, is what I want is this to be studied and researched to the point to where we can turn to some group or somebody and ask them for answers to this specific problem. And right now, there's such a gumbo of issues that are caught up into this Mm -hmm. that it's fragmented. It doesn't seem, there's not a holistic approach to dealing with this. And this is attempting to begin that conversation. At the end of the day, being that this is bipartisan, I don't know how, I don't know how willing this group or this bill, the people that are going to be involved in this, this panel or this uh, coordinator, whomever it's going to be, is going to be to to take the guns into consideration here. I don't know mm-hmm. how much it's going to be. But at least there's somebody to talk to. Okay. And if you read the bill, I would I would encourage everyone to read the bill. It is H.R. 6538. It is um, it's right there. You can go on congress.com bill 117th Congress house bill 6538 you can read it right there uh you can get the the um the whole up and down of it it's very short it's one page long uh it, it's it's pretty easy to understand and you can see that it's not it's not nothing it's not the answer but I when I when I looked at it I was pleasantly surprised at what I felt like it addressed I'm going to be honest with you so you know and it it actually uh of course in any bill it makes available funds to 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 deal with this, to, to deal with how the warnings can get better, how to have people in there to have mental health discussions and how to do all of that. It's by far not the answer. It's not close to being the answer, but I actually was pleasantly surprised when I read the bill. The scope is not that bad. To me, uh, at least. and I'm not an expert on the subject. Well, which is why I don't understand why so many people voted against it. Yes.
1: Yes. But I didn't read it.
0: <laughs> the la- thank you la- for the-
1: thank you for doing the work, man. Oh,
0: uh, do you know what you're supposed to do in a nuclear uh, attack?
1: Um, duck and cover.
0: You know what? I don't want to do this topic because I'm not. I'm not. You know, the weekends not, coming up. There's not.
1: There's not a. It's. It's not. It's not a lot. I, but I do it's think right. that 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 is a uh, terrifying.
0: Yes, terrifying. We might
1: as well have have PSAs about aliens at this point. That's terrifying. Or,
0: or, or, or we might as well terrify our kids for TikTok. Same thing. All right. um, I can't stand (laughs) it. Orlando Brown was on a podcast with Funny Marco, who's a very funny guy, and they went back and forth. And this back and forth had the internet in its clutches. Play the play the audio, Donnie. Was the last time you watched one hundred and six in part? And last time it was hot. What's Maybe the weather? Been... What's
4: the weather today, y'all? When little Bow Wow was on there, you got a problem with little Bow Wow? I ain't got a problem with little Bow Wow. Little Bow Wow got some bomb ass pussy.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay, man. You know, uh, you know what I'm saying, man? I, what? Okay. Let me I ask just, you this. Okay. Let me ask you this. What do you think he means by that?
1: I can't. Okay. First off, when I, when I read this, I read it as Orlando Jones instead of Orlando oh my God. Brown. And I was very confused mm-hmm. And I was like, why, what is, is Orlando Brown or Jones? Okay. I just didn't. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I was thinking of the wrong Orlando. Anyways, I'm not going to tell you what I think he meant because I don't think he's okay. So I, I'm not even going to try to make it logical or say what I think he was trying to say. I don't, he's not with us. He's not with us. He's not okay. And I think that was painfully evident when, in the silence. I mean, like, Marco's like, what? Yeah. What do you think? It would, did you figure out what he meant by that? Do you think no, you know what he was no, trying to say?
0: I Bow Wow responded. Bow Wow said, since when legends got to speak on fuckery, Bow Wow refers to himself as a legend,
1: which I agree Noted. with.
0: Noted. Um, I'm filming my new TV show as we speak and preparing for a sold-out show at the O2 Arena for the Millennium Show in London. Bow Wow's Prosperous Man. I'm a 35-year-old. That's fucking crazy.
1: I never knew that he was that close to me in age.
0: That's fucking crazy. Rachel, you're basically little Bow Wow. I'll,
1: I'll, Th- I would go to a millenni- the millennial tour, a millennium yeah. tour, whatever it's
0: called. Uh, I'm a 35-year-old father. I don't play them type of games. You do know this Wow talking to you talking to, right? I'm a boy. Um but he said Orlando Brown was bugged the fuck out and wilding. Says that the 34-year-old actor is on drugs and needs help. Tweaked out, but you know that dude really need help. You know what I'm saying? That's why we ain't tripping on him. Nobody taking him serious. It's sad because he had the p- potential to be great. It's sad them drugs. Uh so I remember some time ago when there was a video of Orlando Brown rapping in church. Absolutely. And it, and it seemed as if he was doing a little bit better and he was mm-hmm. better. Uh, it seems as if whatever, whatever was going right for him at that point is now going wrong for him again. He has doubled down on it, saying that he is in fact certain that Lil' Baby wow has some bomb ass pussy.
1: So, I I didn't watch the whole interview. Was he like this the entire interview?
0: Um, more or less. Did
1: did you think the interview was okay and he, or he was okay until he said this? Um, no. Okay. Okay.
0: No, people don't normally snack on during the interview, you know, eating stuff out of a wrapper and all of that stuff. Uh, look, tell you guys this. I know everybody's having a fun time with this. Uh, and this is not far away. When I was growing up, whenever you would go into the uh, whenever you go into the Circle K right there off Gardier, it's like Gardier and GSRI. Whenever you would go into the Circle K, there'd be a guy out there. And he was obviously on drugs, most likely he was a crackhead. And he would ask you for money. You know, you can give him money if you want it. Uh, but some people, before they gave him the money, they would ask him to dance. And he would dance for you. And he could dance. It wasn't like not entertaining. We've all seen this before. We've seen addicts in our neighborhoods dancing and cutting the fool. Sometimes they could rap. Sometimes they, you know, do all kinds of stuff. And like, like, hey, come over here and dance for us. You give them $5, you make them dance. And then you laugh. It was never funny. And this isn't funny. You know what I mean? It's like,
1: no, it's not funny.
0: This, like, I I hate to be the wet blanket on this and what happened earlier, but as happy as we were for Orlando Brown, um, when he was doing better, we should be as concerned as we are now. And where I think we should be past the point in our society where we make the addicts dance for us. So,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. uh, I'm not saying that that line is not funny because when you watch it, it catches you off guard. And I mean, Marco,
1: he didn't yeah. laugh. He was
0: like, what? Yeah. Yeah. But just be careful. We shouldn't be making the addicts dance anymore. We should be better than that. Uh, let's take a break real quick.
2: This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. How
0: do you feel about the Brittany Griner thing now?
1: I really liked our discussion on it. And I like that we, you know, we talked to discuss the fact that people are calling out Biden to do a lot of things. And Biden has since reached out to her wife and, You know, Kamala Harris, I think was doing something about it, but we talked about because it is so high profile. I do think that there is some level of Biden to respond in some way, even if he doesn't have the answers to getting her out, at least let people know because it is so high profile that you're trying. So I, I mean, I, when you ask me how I feel about it, you know, I hope that there is some way that they can bring her home as well as some of the other detainees who are there as well. But. I also liked our dialogue about the fact that she did commit a crime. And I think that some people aren't focusing on that and are just looking at this like, she's a, an American citizen. She's trapped in this. They look at it as trapped instead of in prison. And that might be controversial to say it that way. But she's imprisoned in this foreign country. Bring her home. So I I like that we hit different sides of it rather than just saying, you know, she's a basketball player, a black woman. Stuck over there. American citizen, bring her home.
0: Well said. So the reality is that the punishment is, in our opinion, as Americans, it is uh, far too severe for the crime. Mm -hmm. We know that. She's been Mm -hmm. in jail 100 plus days for having a half gram of marijuana residue or in a pen. Like
1: hash or something. Yeah. Yeah, So it's
0: not even, you know. Uh, is illegal there i think that so lebron james talked about this he uh oh well this is what he said check it out Brittany griner she is in russia she's been there over 110 days now how can she feel like america has her back i would be feeling like do i even want to go back to america Hmm. so lebron james why would you want to go back to america love lebron this is a ridiculous statement um of course, she wants to come back to America. She wants to come back to America because this is where she's from. It has nothing to do with being patriotic. Her wife is here, right? Okay. Uh, and at the same time, she probably wants to go anywhere other than where she is right now. So it wasn't <laughs> right. a very well, very well thought out statement by LeBron. Eh, whatever. You win some, you lose some.
1: Well, I do I think. Just, <sighs> It's very obvious what he was saying in that moment and what his sentiments were. So I just thought it was a little, uh, that he tried to backtrack and was like, no, that's not what I mean. You know, like kind of try to compliment. Let me try to find this tweet where he's like, my comments on the shop regarding Brittany Griner, it wasn't knocking our beautiful country. I was just simply saying how she probably feels emotionally along with so many other emotions, thoughts, et cetera, inside that cage. She's been in for over hundred plus days. Long story short, I do believe his sentiment of saying, like, yeah, maybe she feels a certain way that she hasn't been brought home yet. And I understand what maybe he was trying to say, but the way he said it just comes off it, like not the. It's it's like, of course, she wants to come home here.
0: This is home. do you think that do you think that Brittany Grinder has the right to feel a certain way about not having come home yet? Like, why yeah. would she at, at this particular? I'm mean, being honest at this point. Why would Britney Griner feel some way I feel some way about not coming home yet? Ain't nobody in America did nothing that made Britney Griner's situation what it is. Now you could argue, you could argue that actually you could argue that perhaps the uh, the geopolitical standing of America, America or the tension between America and Russia uh, uh whatever the the It doesn't war help that, it. Yeah, that it doesn't help that they are obviously that having an American with a high profile is very valuable to the Russians. But to be honest with you, that's something that she's known since she's been playing in Russia. So so the reality is I I would hate to think that Britney Griner is somewhere in I'm not this is not me being hyper patriotic, but I don't think Brittany Griner has the right to be somewhere in a Russian jail mad at America. She should oh. be mad at the Russians who are detaining her. For a bullshit crime, like whatever happens on this side, is 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 what needs to happen to help get her out.
1: Well, you say that, but there are a lot of Americans who think that bi- are like mad at Biden. I mean. Previously, before LeBron even made this comment, he criticized Biden and that he was like, that he wasn't doing enough, that, that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris needed to be doing more and they needed to bring her home, which is why I love you pointing out like, well, what actually do they have the power to do? And so I do think that there are a lot of Americans who think she should be home and are mad at the government for not bringing her home. So it's not far fetched to say that Britney might feel the same way, especially really? after even reading her letter.
0: It's, it's, it w- it's, it's, un- and I don't say this very often, especially, you know, during this podcast of the whole taco situation. But it, it's unfair to the administration to hold them responsible for whether or not they can get Brittany right. It just is. When you look at the, when you look at the facts of every, it just is. It's unfair to hold the administration responsible. There's a lot of other things that it's fair to hold the administration responsible for, but Brittany Griner's situation is not one of them. Having said that, I would love for Brittany Griner to come home right away and they need to do whatever they can do to bring her home, but I'm trying to understand where people are getting the idea that in some way, Brittany Griner is getting this treatment because she's Brittany Griner. I mean, that's just a reality. She's getting this treatment right now because she's Brittany Griner. So, I don't know. All right, LeBron, make sure you be on your shit there. Herschel Walker's son, Christian Walker. Uh, Did you say you did not know that Christian Walker was? Did you didn't know that Christian Walker was Herschel Walker's son? Did you say that?
1: I've never said that. (laughs) That was Donnie.
0: Donnie, jump on.
4: I didn't say that. I said I didn't know Christian Walker was the one involved in this story.
0: Liar. Donnie, before (laughs) before this was happening, liar. Before this was happening, you said, I didn't know that that was Herschel Walker's son. You said, I didn't know that that was Christian.
4: I saw the video and I didn't know that that was Christian Walker that we had talked about previously on the podcast. So I definitely knew that Christian Walker was Herschel Walker's son because we talked about him on Higher Learning. Liar. get him
1: straight get him straight we have said, previously said, talked I about said, him
0: oh donnie is a donnie is lying right now
1: <laughs> yes he is
0: He's... you misunderstood me you were right donnie, you just I... said
4: i said i didn't know that was christian walker referring to the video that we're about to play
0: no you said i didn't know that was Herschel walker's son i was like really and you're like yeah i didn't know that that was i'm like you didn't know that that was hershel walker right son.
4: the person talking in the video
0: Donnie is lying, guys. He's not trying to like Donnie. Donnie is not. He's not trying to take responsibility for his ignorance of Christian Walker. <laughs> uh, I didn't um, see.
1: I, I didn't. Let
0: me hear the clip. So, this is what happened Christian Walker and Kalani. <laughs> shout out to Kalani. They had a, a run in at a Starbucks. Looks like the one off Highland here in LA. I didn't know Christian Walker lived out here. That's scary. Uh, here's the audience. He might be
1: visiting. Out. <laughs>
4: yeah. Everyone's entitled to an opinion and you're so rude or you wouldn't be telling barista workers that I'm an asshole. Ma'am Ma'am, you don't need to tell baristas that I'm an asshole for because I have an opinion. Get your drink and go and go away. I, I can have an opinion like everybody else. Why are you entitled to an opinion and not me? You want to tell Barisas I'm an asshole? Yeah, I'm telling them to be. Well, guess what? You're you're real. the asshole. Oh, okay. You are an asshole. Get your drink and go. Get your drink and go. You can you can have an opinion. I can have an opinion. If you can have an opinion, I can have an opinion, ma'am. Oh my If you can have an opinion, get your drink and go.
0: Um. Okay.
1: What oh, am I supposed to I, do with that? What am I supposed I to do? What am
0: I supposed I to do with this? So, Donnie, there's backstory to this. Donnie, what's the backstory?
1: Oh,
4: apparently he uh, was upset that that Starbucks on Highland had uh, uh, rainbow flags outside, pride flags, and in response to his complaint about the pride flags, Kalani referred to him as an asshole to the barista. And that's where the video picks up, where he's responding Wait, to that.
1: Isn't he in the community?
4: That's why yeah. it's confusing. Yeah.
1: But he's confusing, right? He's a walking contradiction, right? He, nothing he says makes sense. So of course, actually, it does more align that he doesn't like the flag and he is in the community because everything he does is just like out, is off. Off. Oh, well, that, that that actually, Donnie, that explanation doesn't help. <laughs> that doesn't explain the situation any better. Yeah.
0: Uh, you know what? Christian, he was acting like an asshole in the uh, Starbucks, according to Kalani, and I believe her. She's a nice lady. Uh, but he's right. He does get to have his opinion. And it's our opinion that he's an asshole.
1: And it has nothing but like. That's your only thing you can say. I'm a, I'm allowed to have an opinion. Okay, yeah, and and so can you she. It's just yeah. It, she thinks you're an asshole.
0: You want to fight about it, nigga? She said like she like she put your shoes on. Asshole. Put your shoes on and go. Put your outside. shoes on.
1: <laughs> put your shoes on.
0: Let's go. Put your shoes on. Like yeah, Put your nigga. Put your shoes on, nigga. <laughs> like nah. You have an opinion, Christian. You have an opinion. You're allowed to have your opinion. We think your opinion makes you an asshole.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Put the foot thing
0: down. No, I don't want this foot thing, is my <laughs> scepter. This is, this is this is this is a this is this is uh this is the sound that a lot of people heard coming from their mom's room after they had gone to sleep. <laughs> 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 they <they're> like <laughs> this is the sound that they heard. Say it again. <laughs> this is the sound that you know, the kids, they go to sleep, they tuck themselves in, they're up reading the comic, and all of a sudden, you know, single mom, hard day at work. It's Friday night. They hear this.
1: You're so squish. Scr- <laughs> cut that
0: out. <laughs> cut Don't cut, cut out. it out. Leave <laughs> that in there. God damn it. Mama needs some love too, even if it's self-love. All right, question for you. Let's say that the aliens come down, these aliens that we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. And the aliens say... We can trade one. We can give them one. Are we giving them Christel, Christian or Herschel? Herschel. You're giving them Herschel.
1: Got to. He's the one who's in a position of power. People are uh-uh. laughing at Christian.
0: I'll be honest with you. I'll probably give him Christian.
1: Okay.
0: Herschel's going to lose. Christian. We got so much more of problematic Christian coming this is a question this is a, this is a this is a question for the soulless jackals that the the aliens come down and they say that we can give them one they're gonna take either Christian or Herschel which one are which one you giving up Rachel says Herschel I say Christian Herschel like Herschel is almost quaint in his age He's is Herschel made talking it about this the
1: He's made it this far. People are actually going to the ballots and checking the box for him. Like, this is an easy one. Thought Warriors, it's Herschel.
0: Detroit is going to reform its cash bail system to end practices that jail people that are too poor to purchase their freedom. This is very important. These reforms are meant to end practices that commonly jail people from low-income and black communities and serve as a model for court systems across the U.S. I want you guys to all know something right now. We talk about the idea of private prisons and, and we talk about them specifically as these institutions all over the country that are for-profit prisons. I have you guys know that there is a whole pro- for-profit system that is involved in every prisoner jail when it comes to the bail bondsman, when it comes to bail, cash bail itself, when it comes to the calls that are going in and out of these places, when it comes for the food, when it comes to the to the concessions and all the commissary, all of this stuff is for profit. There are companies, some companies like R Mark, other telemarketing uh, telemarketing companies, excuse me, other telecom companies that are charging people exorbitant rates to call their families and their loved ones going in, calls going in and out of prisons. If you ever met, made a prison call, this call is whatever, whatever. You know how expensive it is. So it's very important that if we are to have a society where prisons and jails are humane, um, which is the first step to having a society with no prisons or jails, in my opinion, then we have to make sure that we get as much private money out of that as possible, because once capitalism gets involved, then people get exploited. Okay. And what happened here in Detroit is a fantastic situation. Let's see if it can go, if it can go further than that. You know,
1: I I have, I don't have much to add to that. I think it's absolutely beautiful. And I think that if judges are setting, because what happens in these hearings is that, they're arguing each side is arguing for the amount that should be placed on the defendant for them, whether, or maybe not even an amount, they might be let out on their own, uh, uh, recognizant. I think that's what they call it. Ooh, it's been so long. Um, they might be let out on like a, like a PR, I think that's what they call it. Oh my gosh. Y'all don't judge me. Y'all are gonna talk about my legal, my legal stuff has been too long and I don't practice criminal, but The judge will ultimately decide the amount of money, right? But they don't have to explain necessarily why in full detail they made that decision. It just smells like, oh, they're a threat to society or, oh, they're a flight Mm -hmm. risk. This is the amount. But what this reform is is doing is making them say on the record why they are putting this amount forward in addition to some other things. And I actually think that that's great. The judge has to explain why you as a defendant Has to have this amount versus this defendant who might not, and I think that that's great, and and I hope it does catch like fire and it's implemented in other cities.
0: You enjoy that? You ever see Rachel? You ever sent money to somebody in jail before? Yep. Really? Yeah. How how much?
1: I don't remember personal recognizance bond. Okay, I wasn't that far off. Sorry, I had to look at it because you know thought words are going to eat me up because I couldn't remember the term. They're going to do what? Eat me up because I couldn't
0: remember the term. Oh, my God. Whoa. I thought you said the thought words are going to eat you out. I was like, Jesus Christ! What kind of relationships are you having with our thought warriors out <laughs> you there? You
1: know what, Donnie, Your, mind, it sound your like... mind is still on that vibrating foot thing. That's what you. Donnie, that's where Donnie, you are.
0: Didn't know. it? Didn't it sound like you said that? No, I heard. Exactly. Fuck <laughs> you, <Donnie. laughs> oh, wow. like, They're like, that's like, why I was Donnie. like, eat me up, Donnie, <laughs> Be honest with you, bro. You're driving a wedge. You're the new. <laughs> like, you're, you're driving a wedge. You know what you said before this podcast, Donnie. You know what you said. You said I didn't know that that was Herschel (laughs) Walker. Oh my God! And we talked about it, Donnie. You know what you said. He said in this
1: video. In this video,
0: I was there. You weren't even there, Rach. You you were. You were. (laughs) Play the mailback song. Mailback time. Time to read your letters and then we'll reply to them. Oh it's mailbag time write us with your queries and we'll chime in all
4: right so first question comes from the chocolate hand soap on reddit van and rachel (laughs) yeah no right van and rachel have you ever wanted to undo an interview or is there an interview you want to redo because you screwed it up
0: yeah what's yours rachel
1: It wasn't a full interview. It was a question. So I, um, I, you know, I started doing extra through zoom, I mean, through COVID. So everything was zooms, including the award shows. And so what the award shows, these award shows would do is everybody was in a room and you were randomly called on, um, to ask your one question. And you had one question and you had to submit it and it, and you would listen to other people ask their questions. And even if they asked the same question as you, you're were technically were supposed to ask that your question and you got one chance to do it. So during the Oscars, um, not this year, last year, Young Yujong won for best supporting actress, I believe. And. She's extremely accomplished and she's been in over 80 films, but she plays in uh, Minati. I don't know if you guys saw that. It was a really good film and she's phenomenal in it. And so she wins this Oscar. So everybody's asking her and Brad Pitt produced this film. So he presents her with the award. She wins it and she's like kind of fanning over him and you see them talking. So every question is about Brad Pitt to her, but you can't, she can't see you. She can only hear you. So everybody's asking these questions. And that was going to be our question. So she's talking to him. And the question that they wanted me to ask, like my production was like, oh, my gosh, we saw you ask talking to Brad, uh, Brad Pitt. Like, what did he say to you and what did he smell like? And everybody flipped out over me saying that and said that I was disrespecting her by asking her-
0: That was you?
1: Yes. Asking her what she said- Yes, but I'm giving you the background. Like I've never talked about it, but I'm giving you the background on it because we had one question and everybody's question was about Brad Pitt. So I was building off the Brad Pitt of like, yeah, we saw y'all talking. Like, what did he look like? What and and the internet went wild and was calling me I was disrespectful and like how dare I disrespect her career by asking her that question. But my what was um obviously put on, that
0: was you we talked oh, about it
1: here. Oh, did we? Well, yeah. anyways, what was clipped was my question and not everybody's question about about Brad Pitt. So when the way it looked, it looked like I was being disrespectful. But anyways, I wish I could take that back. And I wish I could have had a full interview with her, which I did before she won an Oscar. And it was lovely. But in that instant, people just took that question and ran with it. And I hated it. And it made it look like it's something that was not because I I have a full interview with her where I'm asking her a bunch of different things about her illustrious career and her role in this movie. So anyways, that's the one. I would she redo. said
0: she didn't smell him. I'm yeah. not a dog.
1: And her response, she was like, I didn't smell him. I, yeah. She goes, she goes, I don't know. I didn't smell him. I'm not a dog. And obviously in here, people are like, Oh, you were next to so-and-so. What did he smell like? But I think with her, it didn't translate the same way. And it offended her. And that wasn't my, my, I mean, she answered my question, but she said that first. And so I can see how it came off a certain way. Anyways, that's the one that I would redo. That was never my intention, but it was a mistake on my part.
0: I think you meant it.
1: Whatever. Do I think you, have you one? owe her.
0: I think you of course not. I don't make mistakes oh, like that. I'm a professional. Like I think, <laughs> I, think, I think I think I think I think you owe I think that was your Joe Biden taco moment.
1: It was not a taco. I didn't say anything in reference moment. to her culture.
0: I don't know. No, no, I, didn't
1: do, I didn't say anything, but I can see how it's the way that interview was, that. but I can see how the way the interview was set up, things were lost in translation and especially how it was clipped, but whatever. It was Ooh, never my intention. Lost that was- in
0: translation. Why would there need to be a translation, Rachel? What are you talking about? Why would there need to be a translation? Why has it got to be about translation, Rachel?
1: Because when you're in my interview, my first interview, there was a translator. And this, so in this one, there wasn't. So I, so I do think that it was like that's something we say here and there. I don't think that it be, it, it hit the same way. In my first How interview with her, there was a translator.
0: How are you there and at our party at the same time?
1: Remember I uh- Bolted. I'm that's why I missed uh-huh. the announcement. Oh. I came I bolted, I came fresh Oscar makeup, hair, glam. I changed clothes and bolted to your party That's a
0: lot okay. from from downtown all the no, way to no. High.
1: No, remember it was at the studio because it was over Zoom. Was so over I Zoom. interviewed so I'm telling you the whole thing was awkward. It was just a mess. So anyways, that's like the one that I would love to redo because, or I would just let the other, the first interview I did with her stand because it was great.
0: It's a good answer. I've actually, honestly, I've never had one. Like I haven't, but not just because, just because I haven't interviewed as many.
1: Sure. That's fine. Van, you're a better interview than me. It's totally fine. It's not
0: true at all. It's totally fine. That's That's what he said, guys. That's what he said. That's actually not what I said at all. Um, But I just can't think of one. Uh, All right. What's the next question? All right. Next one.
4: Dex Dark on Reddit asks, if you were to follow Tron, a.k.a. Ray J, and name yourself after a sci-fi, what would your name be?
1: Is that what he's named after?
0: Tron the movie. Yeah, Tron.
1: Oh. I don't know sci-fis.
0: Uh-huh. Really?
1: Yes. E.T.? well, myself, Et. No, I'm just saying, Et e. Lindsay. Know.
0: Wow, what a Texas know. name! Yo, that's a really Texas name, <laughs> Et Lindsay. That's like a Texas oil bearing. Yeah, e. that e. actually Lindsay. really is. That's like, like, it's like a Texas oil. This is, this land here belongs to Et Lindsay and the <laughs> Lindsay Oil Corporation. I, I would call my name would be a space odyssey. That's what I would call myself. Space Odyssey.
1: The Listen. I was interviewing the Russo brothers for the Gray Man movie, which is a good movie. You guys should see. They and
0: just hate that shit, but that's okay.
1: Really? It was. Yeah. It, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, is it out?
0: The people saw it. It's critics, man. Critics. It's, it's critics. Okay.
1: They're anyways, saying. I asked Brian about joining the MCU, which he said he'd love to do. And then I asked. I told the Russo brothers he said that, and I said particularly if you guys come back to the MCU. And he said they were like, Oh, well, that would be great. And then we started talking about what character Ryan would be in the MCU. And you know, they named a character that I've never heard of in my entire life. It's something related to, um, Thor, Bear, something. Does that sound familiar? Bear. It's like a, it's like more than just that. Bear. But it's related to the Thor world, and God knows it's probably not even bear. But I think it sounded like that. It, it was, it was like a full name, and he was like, you know, it's a part of the Thor world, and I was like, oh, to the Marvel folks, this is going to be huge. But I've never heard of this name in my life.
0: Let me see MCU. Uh, well, he's he saying he wants to be Ghost Rider. That's who he said he wants to be, but I don't know who they're talking about. Bear.
1: Gosh, I'm gonna get this so wrong. I was trying to see if Extra posted the interview. I'll find the clip.
0: Um all right.
1: Okay, ET. And you're who?
0: And you're who again? A space odyssey. Okay. Um All right, last one. E. We'll go to E. Okay.
4: Frito Ben Having asks, what superpower do you think the others Donnie Fan and Rachel should have based on their personality.
0: Okay, I'll go first. Donnie's person Donnie should be the ability to tell a lie and then make it true.
1: <laughs> Liar. Wow. <laughs>
0: any lie wow. that Donnie any lie that Donnie tells comes to reality. Okay. Uh Rachel's would be invulnerability. She just can't be hurt. She doesn't have any feelings. Invulnerability.
1: Based on my personality.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Based on your personality. Invulnerability. And mine, in my opinion, I would have the blob's powers. An immovable object (laughs) that can't be moved, can't be hurt because of the blob of gelatinous (laughs) fat that is around his body. It's impervious to disease, it's impervious to pain. I am the blob. Rachel?
1: Uh, no, Don't. I, no, no, I'm not. T- I can't talk <laughs> that. I can't talk that. You win. <laughs> All
0: right. Do you have an unexpected ally of the week? No. I do not have an unexpected ally of the week this week either. Uh, but I have a special nod to Liz Cheney. I'm not saying she's an unexpected ally of the week. And I'm not giving a Republican the most uh credit just for doing the least, which is their patriotic duty, which is what she should be doing as a member of the American government. But I do have a lot of respect for Liz Cheney um for doing something that a lot of the people in her party are refusing to do, which is put the institutions that have made America semi functional over these last couple of hundred years before whatever popularity or loyalty that she might have in her own party. And I realized that she's Dick Cheney's kid and she represents a different wave and a different wing of problematic people. I get it, the whole thing, but I would be lying if I said that I didn't appreciate the courage that it takes to stand up to all of the people who are supposed to be on your side. So, you know, I'm not a Dick Cheney fan. Obviously, he's basically like Darth Vader, but... um. I am, I am somewhat impressed that Liz Cheney sure. is 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 doing what she's doing right now with the January 6th Committee, which I implore you guys to be paying more attention to. All right, that's enough. Donnie the liar, Donnie, you have a you don't have an update for us in um in what's going on in, in, at your home with the rabbit that you probably put there now. and
4: and the snake which
0: probably doesn't exist
4: no i don't but i have been thinking about uh this past weekend real quick i was in savannah georgia and uh my airbnb was very old it was built in 1842 (laughs) there was a sign outside that said built in 1842 for ann pitman and the entire time i was there i just kept thinking about uh the ghosts that could potentially be there, and Pittman, and the fact that, I was telling my wife this earlier, I I had several bowel movements in this house, and Aunt Pittman, the I, I, I can only imagine how pissed Aunt Pittman would have been that a black man... No, 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 no,
0: no. Not how pissed she would have been.
4: How she? Was. How pissed
0: she is, And <laughs> Pittman is somewhere right now. Like, I was not I don't know expecting if you, this. Like, Charlie, I don't know if you can <laughs> see this, but it's a nigger. sitting <laughs> where your grandmama's room used to be. You <laughs> should have took a shit I'm on the don't... floor. Like, yo, <laughs> no, hey, Andy, fuck you.
1: Andy, are you okay?
0: There. Donnie, that's great.
1: Honestly, Donnie, that sounds terrifying. Yeah. Like was you creepy. know that, that wasn't that place wasn't for us. 1842?
4: No no. 42. 20. Plus years of slavery. That house was
0: around for crazy <laughs> <laughs> niggas. What? Uh, this is white people was up to no good. 1842, of course. All right, take these caps off and Stop learning. I am Van Lathan Jr.
1: And I'm Rachel and Lindsay. Bye, guys.